0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iard. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and Fantasy Football for SportingNews.com. Here it is, uh, training camp week, and teams are about to open up all across the NFL, get into their practices. Some teams are already there gathering, getting ready for the preseason and the extended NFL regular season. So we're going in full training camp mode. We're going to do some news and notes this week as well, looking at some things that are developing. We did do a full training camp preview looking at the key battles, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Also looked at the new systems in place for offenses in the AFC and the NFC in our past two shows. Here we're going to look at the biggest news so far in training camp and dedicate a whole show to it. It is Aaron Rodgers. Looks like he's going to be back for the Packers here for at least one more season, and that's what we're working on in season-long leagues. We just want to see what a player is going to do in a particular season. We know Keeper leagues a lot different, Dynasty and all that. Aaron Rodgers seen a little bit differently anyway. But we're going to focus on what Rodgers can do for an encore after the big season he had last year for the Packers, uh, winning NFL MVP and winning a lot of fantasy football leagues. So we'll dive into what his upside can be here. Can he uh, continue that? Is there going to be a bit of a regression with the numbers, we will look into that here on this show. Before we start, this episode of Lockdown Fantasy Football is brought to you by RockAuto.com. amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com and tell them Lockdown sent you. All right, so the news, first of all, we'll talk about that. Aaron Rodgers uh, looks like he's going to go to Packers camp and report and be a part of their team this season. Uh, they're just working out some details, and the biggest thing was uh, this was the plan all along, according to Rogers' camp from the NFL Network. But we also had an Adam Schefter report that the Packers are making some concessions here to set things up, give some flexibility in Aaron Rodgers' contract going forward, opening up discussion on how to get things right here between Aaron Rodgers and the Packers management. And the other level of this is that they're going to reassess the situation after the season. So those are the basics here about Aaron Rodgers, but all that points to him returning and playing through 2021. As far as 2022, 2023, and beyond, that is yet to be seen here. But Aaron Rodgers, we can assume, is going to be out there for the Packers. There's a bit of trepidation on where to draft him, especially leagues – Doing that here in advance uh, for real before we get into a deep August here for fantasy football. So a lot of uh, things to navigate there with Rodgers and figuring out his value. But now we should kind of settle that he's going to be where we like him in the QB rankings. And uh, so let's uh, start there and look at uh, where the industry ranks Aaron Rodgers at quarterback now. And pretty modest here at number 8. And that's the interesting thing. This is in all leagues. So the quarterbacks ahead of him right now. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. Then Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, and Justin Herbert. So Rodgers right ahead of Tom Brady and Jalen Hurts. So I think Tom Brady is an interesting baseline. Because he had 40 touchdowns there. Rodgers had 48 last year. So they are kind of expecting the experts in the industry as a consensus including me to some degree that there's going to be a bit of touchdown regression and anybody that's spiked up to 48 touchdowns is going to have that drop off in the following year. Some rate here his average TD percentage over his career 6.3 it's at 9.1 9.1 from 2020, that was a league best. And you go back to another big year he had in 2011. He was at 9.0 and he had 45 touchdowns that year. Really the best indicator of his career was 2016 when he had a 40 TDs and a 6.6 percentage. Uh, look at the passing yardage there last year, 4299 so a bounce back certainly from 2019 where he only had 4,002 passing yards. So 300 more passing yards there. Essentially one game's worth over 16 games. Also an extremely high completion percentage, 70.7 to lead the league. is highest really as a full-time starter for the Packers. Uh, you have to go to 2007 there where he had 71.4 in short action there with Green Bay. You look at the interception percentage down there, 1% usual high efficiency, 48 to 5 touchdown interception ratio, 8.2 yards per attempt, which was, by the way, his highest total since 2014, when he had 38 and 5 as his touchdowns and interceptions. And really a lot of parallels to that 2014 season, 9.6 adjusted yards per attempt. So big time year, led the league in Passer rating, 121.5, and QBR, 84.4. So everything lined up to his best overall season to me. I think you can argue a bit for 2011 and a bit for 2014, but this is an incredible spike there at age 36 going into 37. He'll turn 38 here coming up soon. So when you look at Aaron Rodgers and the numbers, I mean, those are just hard to duplicate from last year. That's why people are... Playing it cool here with his numbers, limiting the upside. Remember the year before, the touchdown rate was at 4.6. And then in 2018, it was 4.2. So, again, in those seasons, he had 25 and 26 touchdowns. That's why people were limited in going after him. You look at the completions, 372 in 2020. That's the exact number he had in 2018 on greater attempts, 597. So, again... Can he be as efficient with the touchdowns? I mean, that's a touchdown essentially nearly one every 10 uh, complete passes there that he's uh, putting in in the end zone. So that's a hard uh, rate to duplicate. And that's why, again, people are being careful with his ranking here versus uh, where he finished last year as an elite QB1. Now he's more of a middle-pack QB1. And, again, we want to examine what kind of numbers he can put up here in our next segment, but first we had to see what he did and what we can expect and why so far with the big spikes from last year that he's uh, ranked only eight in uh, consensus reports here. Still, I think he's a bit undervalued because every time you undervalue Rodgers like we did last year, he tends to surprise us. I think people are just expecting the drop-off, and that's why you have Rodgers behind all those QBs. And only ahead of Brady and Hurts in the rankings as a mid tier QB1. All right. Now uh, we will look at Rodgers and uh, really examine what we can expect from him in 2021, realistically, coming off that stellar season. I do have to remind you again about bet online being the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We're waiting for NFL to start. Pretty soon, games will be here soon, but baseball season is in full swing in the second half, and you can track all the action in bet online. Get all lace nudes and odds. Information for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NFL, and BNHL, they'll be back soon, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online or your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit down on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today and receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Betonline, your online sportsbook experts, all you have to do is enter the promo code Locked on. We'll be right back here to uh, look at uh, what we can expect from Aaron Rodgers. Now that he's going to be with the Packers for 2021. All right, let's look at Aaron Rodgers uh, into 2021. We had to first look at where he stood in 2020. Then we'll close looking at what this means for his uh, skill position players and what we can... Expect from them playing with the Rodgers here for another season. We'll do that last. Now, let's look at Rodgers specifically and what the potential is here. Now, when you look at this team, a lot of, a lot of the things are intact here, right? Jamal Williams left, but you have uh, A.J. Dillon sliding in behind Aaron Jones. He's locked up for a while. You have Marquez, Valdez Scantling, Al Lazard, Okanemus St. Brown, Malik Taylor, of course, Devontae Adams, Robert Tunyon, all in the mix here. And now there's a rumor that they're going to add Randall Cobb. You do have Devin Funchess also available. And don't forget the rookie, same last name spelling, Amari Rogers there of Clemson. So some more weapons here for sure. Lazard and MBS had their moments beyond Adams, but not a lot there. Tunyon had a big year, especially at the touchdowns. That was a big reason for Rogers' big touchdown spike. Tunyon and Adams were just uh, scoring machines here for Rogers. So... We you know, the previous year was all about Aaron Jones scoring a lot here. So, again, this is still a run-centric team. They're very good at running the ball. I think Dylan gives them a little bit better power element that Jamal Williams did. You look, last year they were able to rush for 2,118 yards and 16 touchdowns. And uh, looking at the passing numbers, again, there's forty-two ninety-nine and 48. He was the only guy that uh, was the... Quarterback there, uh, let's look at the pass-run ratio NFL for the season that was here in uh, 2020. You had Green Bay and their uh, running percentage. Uh, look, it was uh, actually limited here. I mean, 56.23% of pass plays. So they ran 44% of the time. So they were actually... A pretty run-heavy team. I mean, you had a few teams ahead of them. But, uh, yeah, Green Bay was one of the more efficient running teams in the NFL with Aaron Jones. And I think they'll get better here with that offensive line attack. Uh, Jamal Williams gone. I think Dylan is just going to give them a little bit more between the tackles. They also have Kylan Hill and Dexter Williams. So some pretty good depth in that backfield. Again, touchdown, regression, positive or negative. We saw Jones' number adjust there, and that helped Rodgers a lot, because you look at uh, Jones in the last two years, I mean, this is a big thing right there. In 2019, 16 rushing touchdowns for Jones, very similar output there on the ground, 9 TDs. so nearly halved in 2020, That's led to the spike. You also had uh, three receiving touchdowns for Jones there. So he had 19 touchdowns in 2019. Last year that number dropped to 11. So again you'd say maybe six to eight touchdowns coming off Rodgers' ledger already there with Dylan being good power back and Jones in the mix. Keep in mind that uh, Jamal Williams also had uh, three rushing scores last year. So there's certainly a potential where the Packers punch it in a little bit more with uh, Jones and Dillon here this season. So that would already adjust his numbers quite a bit there away from the 48 PD. So we're just not seeing a duplication of that. I still think the passing numbers will be around the same neighborhood, around the 4,000 yards there, uh, maybe a little bit less here in 2021. The interceptions, we know he's pretty steady with that. So I would say you're not going to get much deviation. It's really hard to have so few. And then you also had three rushing touchdowns here for Aaron Rodgers this season. So, again, 51 touchdowns, just hard to duplicate. We've seen it be a struggle for Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Patrick Mahomes. The numbers just have not been the same in the next season, and that's what people are playing into here based off all of that. So, good, Rodgers was... Off the charts good in a lot of levels. I mean, you just can't be that good even if you you just cloned yourself and you put yourself in the same situation. It's not going to happen. Look, Adams also had a major spike with 18 touchdowns. I also don't see Robert Tunyon on 52 receptions having 11 TDs again. So that's something to consider. They looked a lot to Tunyon. Uh, and, again, some of these receivers that they've added, uh, Amari Rodgers, there Maybe Randall Cobb back in the mix. They're going to be mainly slot play guys. Not going to be a lot scoring-wise there. Look at Mark Casvaldo's Scandling, only six TDs. He was more of a big play threat. Lazard only scored three times. So they didn't get a lot from the other wide receivers in general. So big spikes and uh, spreading the ball around led up to Aaron Rodgers' number. So I'm giving him more in the neighborhood of 35-36 touchdowns uh, maybe with the ceiling of 40 there this year. That's still pretty darn good for what you're looking for, but that says you're going to adjust a little bit, especially when he doesn't give you that major rushing element. I know he did have three touchdowns, but only 149 yards on the ground. So, they have a lot of systems there, but he's just not going to run the way he might have done when he was more mobile as a younger quarterback. So, that's why you look at Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson. All these guys have that running element, and to some degree, Justin Herbert as well. And Mahomes, we know... Based on his season last year, I think he can have that big spike back to his MVP level where I think Aaron Rodgers is just due for a fluctuation down here. So 35 to 40 touchdowns is more in the wheelhouse. 48 is, would be a major stretch again, and we're talking about combined. That's passing and rushing. Again, I think the yards per attempt will still be healthy, but more in the 7, high 7 to a low 8s there for Aaron Rodgers. And the touchdown percentage, again, should fall more around to that uh, – range from 9%. So that all adds up to having the lesser numbers, but still, however you measure it, a QB 1 here that uh, you're going to target, you just have to wait a little bit. and Let someone else make that mistake to chase Rodgers' numbers from 2020 season. 2021, we're looking more to uh, kind of come back to the pack. And again, we never know when we look at the top 12 and the rankings of quarterback how it's going to play out. It never plays out 1 through 12. We know that, and we also know there'll be a player outside of that top 12 in the consensus that really shoots up here. So I think there's just a lot of depth at quarterback, no need to reach too much. If someone wants to do that and take Rodgers behind Mahomes, let them do so. But and calculated, way to steal him. So you're not going to necessarily get it if everyone follows these rankings that you're going to have to just make your own judgment on when Rodgers' value is there. Because again, there's nothing about him being undervalued or overvalued he's probably just about right there at number 8 in the rankings uh, so far and we know that can change quite a bit and uh, there's a little bit of clarity that he's coming back for 2021 all right so we looked at uh, Rogers in 2020 projection roughly for 2021 and why he's ranked that way in our final segment we will look at uh, what his effect will be on the other players on this team and uh, kind of examine the depth chart and what that means uh, for Devontae Adams and company. But I do have to tell you more about Rock Auto. This episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now possible for you to go to your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why do you are often pointless with seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer? Choosing the only brand his or her warehouse happens to carry, you have... Computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why do you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more of the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need there at rockauto.com brake parts, tail lamps, Motorola, and even new carpet. So check it out. Uh, I had some difficult car park needs for my Ford C Max and my Honda Accord. They had that available there at rock auto for the right price as well. Go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car truck right locked on to their, how to, did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you here locked on amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. You can find them at RockAuto.com. We'll be right back here to wrap up our look at the Aaron Rogers situation with, the uh the trickle-down effect for the Packers' skill players. All right, so Aaron Rodgers will have a modestly very solid uh, QB1. He's a good value there later in the draft. uh, Not a guy you want to reach on, but what does this mean for the other players? Well, Devontae Adams, you look at some of the numbers here. I mean, he's in a contract year, so that's going to be pretty big for Adams having Rodgers back for one more year. But... He's always been a big touchdown scorer. That has been the appeal of Devontae Adams over some other the other receivers, namely Julio Jones, and we look at Julio Jones differently now, but Adams has just been a double-digit touchdown machine. I mean, he did definitely spike with the 18, but look at the numbers before he missed four games in 2019. There, he had five TDs that year, but previous years, 12, 10, 13. So you're looking at a dozen to 14 touchdowns is more realistic For him, if the touchdowns decrease a little bit for Rodgers, I don't know if the yardage is going to change that much. We saw a couple years ago, 1386 receiving yards on 111 receptions, 169 targets. Last year, a little bit more efficient, 115 catches, 149 on the targets, and 1374. So, very similar. He just had the touchdown spike as well. Massive yards per game, career high there, but still can average around 90 yards per game here. But... Looking more in that uh, dozen touchdown range is more realistic there than uh, more than a touchdown a game here. And it was way more than that when you look at it. It was 14 games last year. So, again, there's going to be some definite regression there. But, yeah, 12 12 to 14 is where you can look at. Still doesn't knock him down much from the wide receiver one elite status he's on. But something to just keep in mind that if Rodgers' numbers go down as the expectations are, that you would expect Devontae Adams see a little drop. We talked about Robert Tunyon as well, having a massive execution with uh, just over 50 receptions and scoring at double-digit times last year, 11 times. Tunyon is going to have a little bit of a cool-down there as well. So you'd expect Aaron Jones, again, I don't see Jones getting only 9 TDs on the ground. He had 11 total. So you're looking at more for 15 for Jones. A.J. Dillon probably gets the 2 he had last year, plus uh, 4 or 5 more that you had uh, Jamal Williams produce uh, as a vacated scorer here for the Packers. Uh, so, again, it, again, just the nature of the receivers that they have, MBS, Lazard, and Rodgers, uh, Amari, the rookie, it's going to be more spread around here. So I, I would not really feel great about MBS and Lazard because I think they enter more of a committee approach, especially if Cobb enters the mix again, it moves from the Texans back to helping Rodgers in the slot with Rodgers here. I think these are all complementary receivers, and again, it doesn't line up where this isn't a pass-happy, kind of explosive team. Their bread and butter is going to be play action and bootlegs and take the pressure off with Jones and Dillon as a team that runs a healthy amount of time, so you could definitely see them running closer to the halfway point. I mean, again, the run ratio last year for them is uh, very interesting because you look at it and Say they were at 44%. When you look at 2019, where they were with the big Aaron Jones season with the touchdowns, Green Bay was more at 41. So they are trending more towards being a running team here, more than you'd think, even though they had the big number spike from Rodgers. A lot of that, again, tied to the touchdowns is something very important to know. that That's the most fluctuating stat, especially... At quarterback and receiver. That's just changed very quickly. Running back, again, if running back tends to not punch in as much, Jones just gets too many opportunities, and Dylan will as well not to score at a higher rate here. So, again, I would say their combined rushing and receiving touchdown of the backfield still very heavy scoring. Their short yardage from the running game, and we know the receiving TDs also crossover to Rodgers, But I would see the see this team. Uh, Potentially after having uh, 13 rushing touchdowns last year from uh, Jones, William, and Dillon combined to more like... I'd I'd say they can push it to 16 to 20. That's how good this uh, rushing attack can be behind this very good offensive line for Green Bay. So, again, balance is really what the Packers want playing off it. They don't care if Rodgers puts it in the basket or throws for big plays here. They're going to do whatever it takes in the red zone. And naturally, that would say. It bounces back to the other Aaron and less for one Aaron and more down the middle where you don't see the massive spike for either player here in 2021. Now, if we're creating a sleeper, watch out for Cobb if he does move from the Texans. The Texans did trade for Anthony Miller, so they need to move Cobb. At some point, the Packers could use that veteran slot presence. Again, MBS is more big play Field Stretcher Lazard is a guy that you can play the outside and inside at times, but two guys that completely uh, you can't rely on. And uh, the other Rodgers, Amari, is a rookie. So it may a lot of makes sense to bring Randall Cobb in, but it's more to diversify the passing game and not raise the touchdown or passing yardage totals here for the Packers. All right, so there we have a look at uh, the fallout of Aaron Rodgers doing what he's supposed to do, reporting to camp and playing for the Packers here in 2021. We have a little bit more clarity on that, but again, it doesn't change the way too much about where his numbers lie and uh, where he should rank among the QB1s here in 2021. So th- that's this show. A lot of other issues we'll talk about. Uh, we still trying to figure out what's going on with Deshaun Watson. So a lot of big training camp storylines we'll get into here that have an effect on fantasy football as we go through the week and uh, preseason and all that good stuff, but I do have to remind you about Locked on Bets. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicap expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day, follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. This has been another episode of Locked on Fantasy Football focusing on Aaron Rodgers and... Packers training camp, but have a great day. See you tomorrow.